Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to encourage you to not get so discouraged if you find a mistake in your work. And I'm speaking from clear experience here, and I want to give you a few examples. So, as you guys know, I produced a lot of work this summer, and after I would write, I would edit. I would go through my extensive rounds of editing. Not only did I have Grammarly, but I've also purchased Pro Writing Aid, but those are just tools, okay? Doesn't take the place of a good old magnifying glass and getting in the book and actually going through the pages. You know, I would work tirelessly, you know, all day, days and days on end. And then I would put the book to rest and then I would upload the book. Now, I did not pay for a fancy editor because I did not have the money to do so. And you say, well, you've got to do that. You've got to put money in for an editor. You've got to put money in for a cover designer. I did have a cover designer, but I could not afford an editor. And my husband agrees with this statement. He says, if you can't get an editor, then you probably should not put out a book until you do. And I said, well, I disagree with that. You know, because I want to put my books out. So that maybe is a little selfish, right? Um, I want to put my books out. I want everyone to be able to get them and read them. And um, and I felt like, you know, it wasn't the end of the world when I found stuff. And I'm going to tell you why. And I think that it helped me to watch a video of another author who was out there making it in the world. And she was like, okay, I put my book out there. I got it back. I found all kinds of mistakes. And, you know, I pulled it off. And and people were emailing me. And people were messaging me. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this really quick. It's not like I'm going to let it sit up there for six months. I'm going to do this stuff quick. I'm going to find the mistakes. So what happened for me was, you know, I released the Raptor Revolution. And it hit number one new release on Amazon. My copy came in the mail. As soon as I got my copy, it was in my hand. My son saw it. He saw it. It was here just in time for the first day of homeschool. And so we went to homeschool uh, the 19th, I believe, of August. And so you see it's September the 3rd now. Okay. So I got it on August the 19th, and we started reading. And when we got, you know, we got to page maybe three, I noticed a space issue. 
And I said, oh my gosh, I can't stand that. I cannot stand it. And I was like, no, I didn't do that. And it was just where, when I copied over from Pro Writing Aid, some of the spacing went over like double time on a couple of the lines. And, and But it's, it's like nerve wracking to me when I see it because I don't like that extra space. You're supposed to do point two. I'm not point five indent, point two indent, so it looks right, like in the spacing inside the book, or that's what my formatting does. I use point two, and so anything over point two, I kind of can feel that just even a space off or something is so weird. So we kept reading through the book, and we would find something occasionally. You know, I would find where okay, I should have put a comma there. Oh. I forgot a period. How could I forget a period? Then one time, oh, there's a period. And the next word should have been capital. I know these things. Anybody knows these things that are authors. I'm serious. We know these basic things. <laughs> I get to the end of the book. And instead of putting Hancock's name, I accidentally wrote Hamilton's name. I'm like, oh, my God, I mixed this character name up. And then, it, you know, at first, it bothered Sam. And Sam was like, Mama, you've got to go change it right now. And I'm like, no, son. I'm going to go through one time and one time after we finish. Now, we should have done it with sticky notes because then I went just went, but then I went through the whole book again. Um, and so I don't feel bad about it. But I will tell you, read with stickies. And that's what I saw another author doing on YouTube. She read with stickies, then she had a friend read with stickies, and then they had, she said, like a six-hour conversation? I said, oh my gosh, I'd love to have a conversation with somebody about my books. <laughs> um, so, here we go. You know, after, after we read it, we finished it. My son absolutely loved the book, and I was so thankful that he did, and we're going to do a podcast on it. I can't wait to hear the things that he has to say. We're going to do it tonight, I think. Um, we were going to do it Friday night, but it was so late. Um, so I'm going to say maybe it's going to be tonight for homeschooling. Instead of starting back into it to the next book, we'll close out by doing the summary and um, just talking about the book and everything. Um, so stay tuned to that for my son's interview of his book review of the Raptor Revolution. But when I was going through it again, I did so with a positive attitude. I wasn't negative about it. I didn't have a low self-esteem about it. I didn't, you know, say, oh, woe is me. Why did I do this? I'm such an idiot. And, you know, I could have I could have sat there and said all of those things, but then I realized, you know what? I'm just thankful that I caught everything. I'm thankful that I had an opportunity to read through everything and move on and fix it. So I've, you know, I went through the book, saved everything first as an ebook for Draft to Digital, went on Draft to Digital and uploaded that ebook. Then I saved everything went into Ingram Spark and went through the processing of everything. Um, I didn't change any of my categories. I didn't do anything to any of the descriptions or anything. I just left everything the same. All the thing I did was upload a new interior file. Now, I was a little worried because I got an email that said it would take one to two days, right? 
So I was like, well, it's just going to pull it off the shelves. It was number one new release. It had gained some traction on Amazon for the whole week. And here I am, the minute it pulled off of number one new release was the weekend. And that's when on Saturday I was re-uploading it. And I was like, it's going to be okay. I'm not going to stress about it. It's, it's got to be done, right? So I just might as well just do it all now. So Saturday morning, I was up super early and I was fixing the book, finishing it up. I did. That's what I did. And I re-uploaded it. Within 20 minutes, I get an email from Ingram Spark that my proof copy was ready. It was ready for approval. And I'm like, thank you, God, for allowing me to have these templates because my proofing templates were perfect. You know, they, they went straight through. I didn't have any problems. Um, I did notice that my headings were too big. And here's the reason why. Because when I did my first template, it was a six by nine book. And I love the way my headings looked. We, well, you can't use a 36 font um, for a five by eight. It just looks too big. And so I moved it down to 24 font. Some of them were 24, some of them were 36. I'm like, why did I do that? Like I even call a couple of those issues. So then I had to go through my other books and fix it because they had 36 font. I didn't change it from, um, my original template. So I went through and I changed all of the headings even like I went through and, and kind of checked for multiple things, like what else can I improve on? If, if there's something now, let me improve on it now. Um, there was like a line when we were reading it out loud, it, it sounded odd. Um, and that's the beauty of reading things out loud. So when I'm sitting there reading it out loud with my son, and then he goes, well, who said that, Mama? I said, oh, I probably just should have said Hancock said. Or I probably should have said, you know, you could tell when Revere's talking because he's, I always make sure he had S's that were tripled. Um, there was a couple of times when I didn't triple his S's at the end of the book. And I think it was just, okay, we're in the action scene. And, and I'm at the end of the book. Um, nope, he has triple S's. And so I had to go back in and fix all the S's. Like I called things like from beginning to end in there and fixed them and then went through the process and uploaded them. 20 minutes later, I get the email that says, okay, you're ready for your um, e-proof approval. Um, I, I did the approval piece, and sure enough, it's ready for, you know, distribution again. And I can walk away going, okay, there might still be another mistake in there. But I fixed, you know, the apparent ones that I noticed when I was reading it aloud with my son. Um, I fixed all the ones that I can, you know, could get. And if I go through it, maybe with some fresh eyes in a couple of months, I can read back through it again and I might find something. Um, but right now I feel very confident that at least it's had another look through. And that's the, that's the beauty of doing, uh, pre-orders. That's the beauty of getting a hard copy in your hand. There's something about holding that hard copy in your hand, I cannot tell you, and moving it off of that screen that changes. It's, it's something, I don't know. Maybe it's just that we get so computerized tired. But there's no, you know, there's no excuse because here I am, you know, being able to catch everything when I'm holding my hand. Seems like I could have done the same thing when I was going through my five rounds of edits, right? Well, it wasn't that easy. It wasn't happening. So, 
Um, that's why the proof copies, instead of jumping really quick, the proof copies are probably the smarter move. However, it's done. I did it. It's done. Corrected. Put up. The good news about the Raptor Revolution is that my friend read it. And I'm going to be on her podcast soon. And I cannot wait to hear um, what Anne has to say about it. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. So she she told me she read it over the weekend. It's a really quick read, guys. Um, it took us two weeks to read it in homeschool. But that's because my son stopped almost every sentence to talk to me about what book two needs to be. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest... I had never really planned to write a book two for the Rapture Revolution. I just planned for it to be that one in and out book, that swoop in of American Revolution. And he's he's thinking of the next characters and the next war and and how I need to pattern it this way. These are the forest animals I need to include and the mountain lions and the pumas. I mean, it's crazy. My child was so excited about it. He really wants me to do a book too, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So while I was in the mood of doing all this editing, not editing is a chore, y'all. While I was in this process of editing, I knew that I needed to go ahead um, since I got paid and order my boyfriend's back and order Myrtle's Garden, and that's exactly what I did. I ordered proof copies. Of both of those books that way I could get my hands on them they could that could show them off to the world I could have a copy but I could also go through and check for quality checks for Barnes & Noble print um, I also got my teacher challenge to check the print for draft digital I also went through and decided to do the um, my boyfriend's back edit on my own because I don't think Sam is gonna want to read that um, middle school sweet romance. Uh, I have no doubt that that's probably not his speed, but I do want to go through and read it myself. Uh, this time I'm going to get a pack of stickies and I'm going to have it with me and I'm going to sticky everything. Um, that way in case I forget something or lose something, I was using the note section on my phone and putting like page, you know, 122 or, you know, stuff like that. And not even putting errors, just putting page numbers that I need to go to. Um, when I went through the second time, I took the headings off. I took my name off and the words because I don't want the print problems with Ingram Spark. I don't want anything crooked, cut off, top stamped. Um, so I would rather just remove all of that in the formatting piece so that way no one gets this crazy looking copy um, because Ingram Spark sent me the a couple of books that were wrong that way and the last um Hartwell Chronicles book I got looked ridiculous at the top I can't even sell it I have to take a picture and send that back to them um so I can get another copy of that so now I know that on September the 4th which is tomorrow I'm expecting to get my boyfriend's back which means I'm going to be reading that for um SSR in my classroom uh, after I finish Miss um, Viney's book, when I finish her book, I'm going to go back into my boyfriend's bag. Um, I might not be able to read that in my classroom just because I get distracted really easily. Kids are always asking me questions. Um, but 
maybe not. Maybe I'll be able to sit and actually do it. If not, I'm just going to make sure by the weekend it gets done. That way um, I can start in on the edits and Saturday morning get up early again. And by 10 o'clock have that one uploaded. Um, that's my goal. By 10 a.m. on Saturday to have that book completely um, edited if I need to fix anything. And I've already fixed lyric. Um, so I had a wonderful voice actress who caught bunches of things in the book. And she would send them to me. And by her sending them to me, I would go in at, in real time, fix everything. I renamed it with um, with Abby's name on it, with Abigail's name on it. And then I would um, save it. And then um, while I was uploading the Raptor Revolution, I went ahead and fixed lyrics and uploaded lyric all over again. So now her work is done. I made sure the headings were right because I wanted those to also be 24. So I adjusted all of the headings and fixed everything up. And lyric has been selling pretty good. Um, but I didn't like one of the categories that I picked. And when I looked at the category, I was like, that is so weird that I picked that. Children's theater or something I picked. I went back and I did musical. Um, I wanted it to be a musical. Like, in my mind, I see this movie, like, in my head, like a movie set, would be, like, high school musical. And so, I wanted it to be categorized as a musical. Um, as one of the options and of course it's magic myths fairy tales kind of thing um there was one that was juvenile ancient civilizations but then i didn't want to say well there is an ancient civilization of mesopotamia in here that they do have to do time travel and things like that so i could have done that one but it was between i could only choose three and i was like on ingram spark when i was going through and I was like, should I pick musical or ancient civilizations? And I did musical. Because that's the one that I would want um, somebody to walk away thinking, okay, I just read something that could be the next type of high school musical turn fame type book. Because um, they're at a music school. So, you know, I, I did fix a category. Now, the categories didn't show up, and I'm not going to stress out about it. The categories, um, when I uploaded to the Rapture Revolution, they didn't show up on the paperback. But I'm going to give it a few days, and I'm going to see what happens. And maybe they'll readjust themselves and pop in, and the categories will be back. But it's more than just categories. Um, I needed to get the print versions correct. I needed to get the ebook versions correct. And I spent that time on Saturday morning doing just that before we had homeschool adventure time, which meant taking my children out. Um, we do that every Saturday. And so that's why the you know getting up early routine really works out for me because I can get a lot done. You know, made a podcast for you guys on Saturday morning, worked on all the editing. I also edited Bridges. Now, I have been editing Bridges on and off since I got an extensive editor review. Now, I did get it edited, um, but I got an opportunity to have a professional editor. Um, they wanted to do my work for free, and I cannot tell you how grateful I am of that. And um, that was amazing. 
And that's when I knew that in the future, if anybody out there knows Ellen Brock, y'all just let her know that she's my, she's my dream editor for all of my middle grades and YA books. And so, um, just know that I do want to be able to spend, you know, a thousand dollars on an editor. That would be great if the Lord provides that kind of income for me. But at this time, that's not where my income is at. My income is, okay, I made this check. Now I can take this money, put it in and buy a new box of books for my book signings. Uh, that's honestly what's happening with me right now. I'm cycling through for boxes of books because boxes of books are not cheap. Boxes of books are like $180 to get a box. And with all of my book signings that are coming up, selling the box or selling online and then getting the payment then turns into me getting more books and boxes to be able to take with me to events um, and deciding which ones to take. My husband and I did have a discussion on that, and we both agreed that because the Raptor Revolution is doing so well, that it's best to take it with us when we go for our next tour. So we'll have the YA, we'll have the Hartwell Chronicles, and then we'll have the Raptor Revolution. And so after... Um, all of the edits that I did, I feel really good about getting a box now. And I'm very thankful that I didn't jump the gun and buy a box without going through these edits. So that means a new box of books has got to be purchased. Um, and you know, I talked to you guys the other day about, oh no, that's the thing. You got all these books, which ones do you do? And then how many do you buy? Um, I went, I talked with another um, author who's on tour right now. And she said she always has 20 books with her own hand. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's probably good. Like, I don't need to do like what I was watching. I watched this one author who bought um, hundreds of books. And I'm like, I just don't have storage space. So 20 books. Um, I'll look at the shipping of that. I'll, I'll see what that'll be, a cost per book. You know, I've been doing my Excel spreadsheet compared to like what will be just a carton how much would it be for a carton of books you know if I'm gonna you know look at the total cost and things like that um get that for my book signing on September the 14th and then be able to take um both of those books with me because I might not have a YA horror person, but I could have a middle grade historical fantasy. Um, and so that's, you know, that's the beauty of writing. You know, if you're a multi-genreist, you know, that's a good, you know, avenue for you to be able to reach and appeal to different audiences when they come to your book signings. Because you won't believe the people that look at me when they, they find out that I just wrote a teenage exorcist book, but I also have a children's book. They, they look at me a little weird. They'll go like, well, I won't read the horror. I cannot read about demons, but can I read about the rapture revolution? And I got that yesterday. And I'm like, of course you can. I'll get you a copy. Don't worry. The, the copies will be coming. So um, that conversation came up even yesterday. And I'm like, that's why... It's good for me to be able to have the Raptor Revolution on hand um, for those people that may not read um, horror. They just, they have an aversion to horror. 
It happens. Some people have an aversion to fantasy, and they only like horror. And so it's just what people like. And so by me having multiple books, I think that this can appeal to, you know, a greater market. All right. So, and... Um, having that professional editor with bridges made a world of difference. Not only did she catch probably everything under the sun, because I also read through the whole book again um, and looked for things. And this was now bridges is a YA that's turning into new age after the first book because they turn 18, they get married. Um, I would still categorize it as a pretty clean romance um, for the main characters. Um, one of the side choice character, one of the, the side characters, um, even though you know she's she does have a lot of parts in the book, um, she does make some choices. Um, but I can't tell what they are. But anyway, I want you to read it. But I will say that um, it's pretty clean. And it turns into New Age. And that's something that I'm still considering and praying over. Like, how did Stephanie Meyer do that with Twilight when Edward and Bella got married? Um, did she change her category or did she keep everything that YA set? Because I've got a trilogy here where they cross over the age limit and they do get married. Um, so we got to figure out how that works. And that's just going to be some research. But with a professional editor, I knew that this book was not going to be released until October. And so when I had an opportunity to have an editor, it was clear that I needed to do one of my pre-order books. And so I knew right away it was Bridges because Bridges is the next in line and it still gives me an opportunity to fix things. And so even though I've already went through it and done the extensive edits, um, I took out a fight scene, I made a new scene, I added um, a play piece, I added um, different, different dialogue pieces that would make it stronger dialogue, where there was like, oh, you need to explore this or this. But then when I got questions like, why? Um, can you put this earlier? Can you do this? I had to make the author decisions of what I was going to change and then what I was just going to accept as questions and say, no, there's a purpose for this. This is going to be solved in book two. But but for the point of saying, okay, I don't really know how to say Jasmine's name because it's spelled Jasmine. And if people read it, they'd say Jasmine. And so I had to make like a little a joke in there because Tucker never says Jasmine's name until he gets really serious about something. And so I'll, I even put in there, you know, he called her Lean Green because he would call her Line to start with and, and she would have to keep telling him it's Lean. And then he would just started calling her Lean Green Machine and he would start calling her different names because he couldn't say her name right to start with. He kept messing it up. And um, I have two students like that in my class right now. When I look at their names, I want to say it one way, and it's clearly not that way. Um, and so I have to think of my knee to say knee to start off her name instead of nigh. And the same thing, instead of saying A for somebody's name, I have to say I. So it's I have to, like, stop myself. So, I was like, oh, that's a good point. And so, the editor was finding all kinds of things throughout the book, just giving me great suggestions. Um, 
and then giving me some suggestions that I couldn't change. Um, because I knew it mattered to me to have that character strong in a belief system in that way to where they were not going to buckle. And it was a soulmate connection type thing and it wasn't going to change. Um, and so some things I just, I couldn't let go of. You could say that's the, the, the stubborn author, but no, it was the, I know the bigger picture here. I know three books later. I know why the urgency here. And so Hopefully, I can get some readers to buy into that. Um, maybe. We'll see. So, I did fix bridges, too. And you were saying, oh, my gosh, Jennifer, you did all that? Plus, running around? Yes, I did. But I've been working on the edits of Lyric as I went. I worked on some of the Raptor. Like, when we would finish homeschool, there were a couple of nights I could not even open the computer. There was no way. But there were times when I would go in and say, oh, I remember where I didn't have that period. Let me fix it. And so, you know, editing as I went was important. I also, now that I have fixed bridges, I have not re-uploaded bridges, which I'm going to have to do. I ran out of time. I still have, you know, till October to do it. But I'm going to re-fix it, like put it up. After I go through it one more time, I want to do another computer read-through of Bridges. I went right back through Chapter 1 again, so I did go back in and fix Chapter 1. And now I've just got to get back into Chapter 2. So my goals for this weekend are to do just that. It's to have my boyfriend's back done and to start working on Bridges again while also writing for my Hallmark book. And so... How is that going? Well, this weekend, super busy. Thank God we had yesterday off. I'm so grateful um, because we had Labor Day off. I was able to do some promotional work, blast out some things, write a blog. Um, you know, I did do some of that. Tried to even look at social media for a hot minute. And then I was back into my Hallmark book, and I wrote three chapters yesterday. Um and that was not as productive as I wanted to be, but it was now, it's a 9,000 word manuscript instead of it being a zero. And so 9,000 is better than none. I'm plugging away. I have a goal and I put my goal up on Twitter last night. I told you guys I love to like not only write out my goals, but then put it out there. It helps to hold me accountable. Um, it just reminds me that, you know, I'm on a mission to win it and get it done and, and work through this because I put deadlines on myself. So I want to have my book done by the 25th. So I'm hoping that the 25th of September, my Christmas book is going to be done. And then that gives me the five days to edit. Oh no, you're fine. That gives me the five days to edit the book uh, before it's due for the Hallmark submission. And I'm going to send it to Hallmark. And if it does not get approved, um, I'm going to put it up on myself and I'm going to publish it myself. And if that means it stays on my digital shelf inside my Google Drive and my hard drive for till next Christmas then that means I have time to pull it back up again, look at it, fix it, um, 
go back in it with fresh eyes next summer and then release it next year. And so I'm not going to be in this kind of thing where I'm expecting if I release something, if I send something out, does that mean it's going to get picked up within a month? Now, I understand that life does not work like that in the publishing world. I already know how the publishing world works. It's not like that. So will, you know, my Christmas Heartstrings book be up this year? Probably not, no. At first, I was like, well, if, you know, if it doesn't get accepted, I'm going to publish it myself. Yeah, I will, but it's going to probably be, you know, next Christmas. Um, and I found out another publishing company that's looking for Christmas books. And I'm like, well, I'm wondering if I could just take my Christmas book and, um, you know, shop around with that publishing company or not. And then I get the same answer back. No, do your own. (laughs) So, excuse me. But I am going to try the Hallmark route if I make it. Now, I don't know how many times Hallmark does this year. They might just do it in September. They might not ever do it again. This might just be a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing. But I'm hoping that I can have it done. So I at least can set this goal for myself to do this for my mom. So this is totally motivated uh, to bring honor and memory to my mother uh, and her love of homework. And I need to challenge myself in this way because this has been really difficult for me to bring myself back into the homework world. Because after her passing, I haven't been able to watch one. And I actually tried to watch one yesterday. I got 30 minutes in. And I couldn't go any further. I had to stop and then watch um, documentaries the rest of the day. So I moved away from the Hallmark movie. And then we went to serial killer documentaries. I was just, um, I needed a break away from it. And I was, I had the that on in the background. And then I was typing away. So, and I got my three chapters done. And I'll say that. Um, I kind of was looking at what do I need to do. I probably need to to set a goal to try to get five chapters a day done. Um, but I just don't know how to do that during the week. And I looked at what my schedule looks like for the weekend. And it's this one is finally pretty open. So I'm going to, you know, after homeschool adventures, definitely work on the Hallmark book. And work on... Um, my boyfriend's back and my boyfriend's back takes precedent of the homework book because it is already out there and it is also selling um i want to make sure that if there's any editing issues that i need to take care of that i will do it now um while the book is still fresh and young um and so that's my suggestion for you guys that even when it's in print don't feel like it's it that's the end all Go back through, check everything, and fix it, and upload it again. All right, guys, I hope y'all have a blessed day. I'm at work, got to get going, and I will, if I don't talk to you guys later on today, I'll definitely see you back in the morning. All right, bye, guys. 
Now that you've found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.